the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. It's Tough Topic Tuesday. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's call-in talk show, and we're talking about the prosperity gospel today. Come on, let's go. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me. I'm Dr. David Anderson, live in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone watching me on my socials, that's uh, Facebook Live and YouTube Live. Thanks a lot for tuning in there. And, of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, WAVA, 105.1 FM, right here in the nation's capital. Hey, listen, we are a call-in talk show, so if you want to give me a call, I will open the phone lines in just a few minutes, but get your fingers ready, 888-43-BRIDGE. It's Tough Topic Tuesday. If you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. First of all, we've got Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, that's today, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, and then Open Phone in Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday, it's fair game. And then a special episode of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson every Saturday evening at 7 p.m. So we've got you all week long. All right. Well, today is Tough Topic Tuesday, and our topic today is the prosperity gospel. And I've got a special guest who wrote the book called God, Greed, and the Prosperity Gospel. Before I introduce the author and start taking your phone calls and interviewing him, I do want to do what we always do, and that is commit our time over to the Lord uh, through prayer. So let me go ahead and bow with you right now for prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for today and the opportunity to connect through technology and radio. We just ask that you would stimulate our minds and touch our hearts and, and give us clarity, Lord, on what is the gospel and how we can minister to uh, people in the name of Jesus. Be with my guest as well. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. A couple other ways you can get a hold of me. You can always go to andersonspeaks.com, and there you can find me as well as on my favorite website, embracegracism.com. Dot com, or just download the app Gracism, and you can always get a hold of me there. You can even push the little telephone icon, and it'll call me in the studio today. Our digits here, 888-432-7434. Uh, my special guest wrote the book I'm holding up right now in front of the cameras for those of you on my socials, God, Greed, and the Prosperity Gospel. 
Some of you know what the prosperity gospel is. Others of you are saying, hmm, what does that mean? I mean, prosperity is a good biblical word, isn't it? Well, uh, Pastor Costi Hen uh, is the pastor of Redeemer Bible Church in Gilbert, Arizona. And prior to moving to Arizona last summer, he pastored at Mission Bible Church in Tustin, California, for nearly seven years. Um, before his true conversion, uh, Costi Hen propagated the prosperity gospel and held numerous other false beliefs tied to faith, healing, and modern mysticism. But since his true conversion, he has been uh, discipled as a pastor in training, entered seminary, and served faithfully in the local church. He is a graduate of the Dallas Baptist University and holds a master's in theology from Midwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. And he is the author of today's book that I'm highlighting, uh, God, Greed, and the Gospel, or the Prosperity Gospel. He and his wife and three children with one on the way uh, are a family that's not only committed to the Lord, but committed to the Word uh, of God. And uh, you may have noticed the last name is Hen, Pastor Costi Hen. He is the nephew of the famous evangelist Benny Hinn, who's known for the prosperity gospel all over the world. He conducts regularly uh, miracle crusades and revival meetings and faith healing events held in sports stadiums in major cities throughout the world. And tens of millions attend his Holy Spirit miracle crusades each year. So, uh, Pastor Costi Hinn, welcome to Real Talk. How are you today, my friend? I'm doing well, Dr. Anderson. Good to be here with you. It's great to have you here, and thanks a lot for uh, writing your book. But I have to ask you, why did you write this book, especially as the nephew of Benny Hinn? Well, uh, several years back, my life was transformed by the gospel, the true gospel. Mm -hmm. And uh, the Lord, in his kindness and grace, did a work in my heart and in my mind, and I changed because of him. And he saved my life. And so uh, over the years, I've been asked about my last name, and I've been asked <laughs> about the topic of the prosperity gospel. Uh, so, uh, yeah, the wisdom of older, wiser, better men was after some time and training and discipleship that, uh, you know, that maybe I could help on the issue. And so as a pastor, I do believe that the scriptures would obligate me to speak the truth and mm. to point out what might be dangerous for God's people. And so uh, I wrote the book. I do love to write. I was writing before I wrote the book anyway. And um, so with my wife's blessing and the blessing of fellow elders and, and people around me, I put pen to paper, told the story, and then just wanted to point to Jesus and maybe offer people some answers to tough questions about money, healing, the sovereignty of God, mm. uh, giving, and of course, the idea that uh, it, does believing in Jesus guarantee that I'm going to be healthy, wealthy, and happy? Mm. And I demand things of God and say, in Jesus' name, at the end of it, right. like, uh, abracadabra, and make it happen with uh. my mouth, so to speak. And so wow. I just wanted to help some people out. Well, as soon as you open your book, uh, you have the table of contents on one side, and on the other side, I've never seen this in a Christian book, Statement of Financial Accountability. And you say, in an effort to operate with transparency and integrity, allow me to state the obvious. A book speaking against the prosperity gospel technically makes money off of the prosperity gospel. As such, yeah. it is my conviction that a word concerning the use of royalties is appropriate here. 
I intend to use the proceeds from this book to fund theological education and resources for pastors and leaders who have been exploited by the prosperity gospel. I pray that this project will give more than it ever takes. May it be blessed to be a blessing. Check you out, man. You're right at the beginning slaying this thing called the prosperity gospel, aren't you? <laughs> well, my yeah, my wife and I had a deep discussion one night, and um, you know, we went through all the processes and, and went and looked at what the Bible says. And I, I know there are authors out there who, uh, and all authors really are laborers who are worthy of their wages. If right. they put their heart and mind into a paper, and, and it's it's a non necessary purchase. People aren't forced to buy it. So, right. um, that's great. But her and I had some convictions about where we could uh, divert funds and what we could do. And yeah, I. I had good wisdom from older, wiser men again, saying, you know, be be careful. You do not become the the evil or the the dragon, so to speak, that you're trying to slay. You don't need to become what what you're chasing down. And so, hmm. yeah, the prosperity gospel is is dangerous. Hmm. It is an evil that infiltrates and exploits desperate and needy souls. But in the end, yeah, the book's not a a get rich quick scheme or or some effort to to put my name out there. I, I just want to help, just want to serve, and I'm a local church pastor hoping uh, to do that. Well, you know what? Uh, when I get back from my break, I'm going to ask you, what was it like growing up with the last name Hen? I know that's one of your first chapters, Growing Up Hen. Everybody knows Benny Hen, but now they're going to know Costi Hen. I want to learn about that, and I also want to get to the basics. What is the prosperity gospel? You're listening to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'll be right back. Go ahead and give me a call and get in where you fit in. We'll be right back. would love for you to join his Facebook page and subscribe to his YouTube channel. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook and click like for Anderson Speaks on YouTube and subscribe. They're a great way for you to connect with and follow Dr. Anderson. Plus, you can watch Dr. Anderson's radio program live or search past episodes. You can also connect with Dr. Anderson and his sponsors at Andersonspeaks.com. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson on Facebook YouTube, and Andersonspeaks.com. Check him out today. Hi, I'm 
I'm Andrew Altman, founder of Best Buy Waterproofing. I hate to see people wait to replace the roof. I'm working on a roof right now where the wood underneath the shingles and the ceiling in the kitchen needs replacing because of roof leaks. Don't let this happen. Get a free estimate before the storms arrive. You deserve the best. Call Best Buy Waterproofing and Roofing. Best Buy Waterproofing before the water. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's Public Figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Thanks a lot for hanging out with me live in studio. My phone number is 888 888- Four three bridge. If you want to give me a phone call and talk to me or the author of our book, God, Greed, and the Prosperity Gospel, uh, Pastor Costi Hen uh, is the nephew of uh, famous evangelist uh, Benny Hen, and he's on today. He's written this book, and uh, we're talking about what is the gospel and specifically the the prosperity gospel. And here is his subtitle: How Truth Overwhelms a Life Built on Lies. Wow. Okay. So, uh, Costi Hen, let's let's start with what is the prosperity gospel? Uh, some people don't actually know what that is, and others know, and it sounds good to them. So, you're yeah. trying to expose lies. Tell us the difference between the lies and the truth. Yeah. So, gospel just means good news. It's a simple word. We we coin you coined the phrase prosperity gospel because mm-hmm. it's really the good news about prosperity and what mm. the prosperity gospel is is it is jesus plus mm. uh, you believe in jesus christ you give your life to him and what the prosperity gospel teaches is that you know oh jesus will save you from your sins if you confess your sins and you put your faith in him mm-hmm. he'll save you and he'll, he'll bring you to heaven one day and and all that good spiritual stuff but in mm-hmm. the end John 10, verse 10 says, Jesus talking now, mm-hmm. the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. The prosperity gospel says, that means God must want me to have an abundant life. Mm. And, and we could affirm that. But abundance means to them health. So if you're sick, you just need to claim that healing in Jesus' name. You just need to accept what he already paid for on the cross, and, and, mm. and God's going to make you healthy now by mm. faith. And they would say, well, also, you know, God's will isn't poverty. He doesn't want you to have nothing, and he doesn't want your life to be hard, so he wants you to be blessed and have lots of money. And mm-hmm. also, God's will isn't broken relationships, and so uh, believing in him is going to guarantee that you're going to be happy. You're going to have a great marriage, and everything's mm-hmm. going to go good for your life. And so they take these passages, and apply them to a professing believer and say, you know, that's really the gospel. And one, Mm. uh, you know, well-known prosperity preacher once said, you know, oh, sure, there's treasure in heaven, 
but show me in the Bible what, where you know, I have to wait to get it. And mm. it's treating God like he's a cosmic banker. Mm. And if I swipe him just right with an offering or having enough faith or following the right leader, mm. then you know, his abundance is going to pour out on my life. And Dr. Anderson, really, that appeals to all of us, doesn't it? Our yeah. sin, our flesh, and even yeah. just human needs. It's not a sin to want to be out of debt or right. to want my needs met. Right. But the gospel must remain pure. Mm. Jesus came, and he did not offer health, wealth, and happiness. He came mm. and offered the greatest solution to our human problem, which is our sin and our hopelessness mm. and our brokenness. He came and said, I'm the way, I'm the truth, sure. I'm the life. And the abundant life is, hey, no matter how hard this life gets, no matter how much you're in brokenness, no matter what happens in your community, and no yeah. matter what trials come, guess what? Mm. Your snippet of life here on earth will never come close to the glory mm. of eternal life with him, the riches and blessings of heaven and what waits for you. And so that would be the contrast. Ah. Uh, the gospel is about our hearts and yeah. about sin and what Jesus did, now, not about getting stuff. Now, if there, could there be a difference in separating those two words, prosperity and gospel, so you actually believe the gospel for salvation, Jesus Christ, Lord of all, you saved your life, you're a follower of his, and now it's prosperity that you, you want. Now it's, Lord, uh, can you make me healthy? Can you make me uh, wealthy so I can use it for, for good and not for evil? It, where is that balance? Is that okay or not okay from your standpoint, Pastor Costihan? Well, based on what the Bible teaches, God cares about our needs. Um, he also blesses. We see that with Old Testament Israel when he mm -hmm. tells them in the book of Deuteronomy, it is God who gives you the ability to earn wealth. Mm -hmm. If you read the book of Proverbs and we were just to apply many principles about hard work and uh -huh. diligence and integrity, uh, there would be many people. Okay. Who so it's not a sin to be wealthy. Absolutely not. It's okay. a responsibility. And when we look at what Paul said real quick in First Timothy 6, when mm -hmm. he tells Timothy, to instruct the rich in the church to be ah. rich in good works and not to fix their hope on the earth. Notice ah. there's rich people. That's right. There, there's wealthy people. So praise God yeah. for those who are blessed to be a blessing, yeah. but we're not fixing our hope on that. Got it. And that's a, such a great distinction you make, Pastor Costihan, on this one. Uh, you're blessed to be a blessing, and then on the other hand, but you don't fix your eyes on that. And I think that's what happens, right? People start focusing on on wealth and, and health and prosperity to the degree that it actually could take them off their purpose. Somehow you learn this, but I want to know how, because you grew up Hen, right? Benny Hen was your, was your uncle. Was he a distant uncle and you never saw him or were you in his crusades and you were with him? Yeah, we were close. My dad uh, worked with him and I was, I'm the oldest nephew and in a Middle Eastern family, real cultured. Um, I'm the oldest in the next generation. So mm. I get kind of treated special and, and, and uh, kind of lead out with the rite of passage of working for my uncle. And so, yeah, mm. I was very close to the action, um, flew on the private planes, ate the nice food, stayed in the best hotels in the world, and, and worked for the ministry. Oh, wow. And so what was that like for you, and what changed? Well, I I lived the dream. It was like living like a celebrity athlete. I had, you know, $10,000 watches. I had I drove, you know, Ferrari, Hummer, Benzes, all of the above. Mm. Um, I was I – was, between the ages of 19 and 21, so you can imagine what it's like to right. sit in an F430 right. and uh, go to dinner, go to dinner with a buddy, and, and just be driving around Orange County in a red Ferrari. Um, <laughs> and I, I had a Hummer, 
an H2 on 22s, and I, I had TVs in all the seats, but nobody would even watch them. I just turned them on because I thought I was somebody, you know. I, I, like, I think my it. I think my 21-year-old's feeling a call to that kind of life right now. Uh, so you, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure half the people listening hey. are like, hang on now, what's wrong with that? <laughs> I'll tell you what, and, and you know what, that that's the pull, right? It's the right. draw of like, hey, I want to live that life. Right. But over time, here here's the deal. I I started to get broken down because – it wasn't enough, mm. and I wasn't really satisfied. Mm. And I began to see even the way that the money was made wasn't through integrity, wasn't through hard work, and that people were being hurt along the way so that I could live this lifestyle. And mm. here's the reality, though, too. Over time, I played baseball in college, and I had a college baseball coach who was a great Christian at Dallas Baptist University, a good D1 in Texas, and he used to tell me about the sovereignty of God, you know, that God's mm. in control, that, that he's big and I'm small. Yeah. And in my, in my theological way of thinking, I'm big. I'm a big deal to God, uh, not in the sense that he loves me, but, but, yeah. but I'm somebody, and I could claim things and name things, and I could tell God what to do, and he's got to do it because, mm. you know, I'm his kid, and I can tell Dad what I want. Wow. And, I begin to realize the Bible teaches that God is not like us. His ways are above our ways. Huh. He's in control. He's sovereign. And we're not the hot, the head honchos. We're not the hot shots in control. God's big. We're small. And, yes, he uses us in big ways, but we want to remember our position. Man, now you're messing we with are. my pride. You're messing with my ego, man. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> and, and that's what it was. I mean, you could picture me rolling in the Hummer, driving the Ferraris, being somebody. And in the end, the Lord took me to the mat. He mm. flattened my ego and my pride, and he transformed my life. And he opened my eyes to the reality of what the gospel is and what it means to be a real Christian. So wow. I sold out, and instead of selling out for money and, and women and a double life, I sold out for him, wow. and I've never looked back. My goodness. What age were you when that happened? Uh, I was about... 26 years old when it find when it happened all the way but it mm. started right after that 21 22 year old hummer face wow and so i gotta just ask you because i know my listeners are wondering uh is that stuff fake uh that your uncle was doing and i'm, I'm not asking you to throw your uh uncle under the uh g4 <laughs> most people would yeah. be a bus but you know your <laughs> uncle would be a g4 yeah. uh, but at the same time we wonder when we watch tv and see people getting healed and getting out of their wheelchairs and all that how much of it is drama and entertainment and not reality and how much of it is or, or is god actually doing these miracles in these people's lives because of their belief that's a fair question i'm going to say two things real quick number one our God is a healer. He is a miracle-working God. He is a supernatural God. He is mighty in power, and we ought to come to him and ask mm. and trust his will to be done. So, mm, that's good. yes, God does incredible things. And uh, in the crusades that we were in and in the world that I was in, it was mm. very much uh, a show. It was mm. very fake. There were uh, vetting processes for people. Really? Uh, there was... Yeah, there was no verified healings or miracles. In fact, if people were sick and they got in the lines, um, you know, I, it was my dad, who we have a great relationship now. He's moved away from a lot of this. But okay. at the time, he would tell you his job was to only bring people on stage who, who looked excited. You couldn't really tell if they were healed or not, but it would really mm. excite the crowd, and it was good for TV. Mm. And so um, 
but if you were really sick, like if you, Dr. Anderson, came and you said, look, I'm, I just need a healing. I'm here for prayer. Can I just get up there? You'll, you, you all pray for me. Mm-hmm. They would say, sir, go back to your seat, and you keep believing God now. You come back when, when you've been healed. And they mm-hmm. only bring people up who can tell great stories, and then um, that looks better on TV. But I never once wow. saw a real organic healing. And I saw a lot of testimonies and a lot of stories, but unfortunately mm. a lot of those ended in heartbreak and even death for some people who stopped taking medication uh, and ended up uh, going on to die. So some of them really did believe that they were getting healed, but at the end of the day they really weren't? You yeah, know what they, I mean? They would, like they put their yeah, hope in, people, in this process and then it didn't work for them. Yeah, there were people that, that really wanted to get on the stage to be prayed for, and they were well-intentioned. And so, you know, they would say, I felt something. I think God is healing me. I, I've had back pain for years, and I, it, it feels like it might be loosening up. I, I just, I think God is doing something. Can, oh, and, mm. and, and we would play on that, and we would say, well, yeah, it's okay. When you get up there, he's going to ask you what you felt. You need to tell him you, you felt something in your back mm. and that— you know, and and we would we would coach them along to tell great mm. stories and to make it look like it was some great healing. Right. But we know in the Bible, mm. you know, back pain is is important to God. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. We want people to be free of back pain. But brother, you and I both know they came lame, they came blind, yeah. they came dead on stretchers, and Jesus simply with a word and power did mighty miracles. And so. Um, we we learned how to play the process and tell mm. elaborate stories. Wow! There was never any real healings like the ones in the Bible. Well, you know, you're shaking some people right now. I know you know this, and you knew this book was going to do it. But I thought it was so important, Costihan, to have you on the show because people need to see this and learn and pray uh, to the real God. And so, when we get back and get to the other side, we're going to talk more about the prosperity gospel in your book, God, Greed, and the Prosperity Gospel. How Truth Overwhelms a Life Built on Lies. Welcome to 2020. My little friends here are going to use the new year to start from scratch and share three main things about our mortgage team. And I'm having them do it because they're a lot less boring than me, and I'm hoping you won't check out. United Faith Mortgage is a faith and family mortgage team, and we've chosen WAVA to tell our story too, because we feel like we share the same heart. United Faith Mortgage is kind of small, about 20 to 30 people, which allows us to actually really know every person that calls and their situation. United Faith Mortgage has a secret weapon. Our company is a direct lender. We get to use our own money and make our own decisions within our own walls, which can often save you monthly and lifelong money. If needed, we'd love to be here for you in 2020. We are United Faith Mortgage. We pay your appraisal fees up to $500. That's out-of-pocket money you have to pay before closing. UMC Mortgage Company, Melville, New York. NMLS number 1330. NMLS And refinance. Total refinancing charges may be higher over life of loan. What does God want you to do with your life? He gave you a unique set of gifts, and now's the time to develop them further by earning an accredited degree. At Lancaster Bible College Capital Seminary and Graduate School, it's possible, even with your busy schedule. Get a flexible, affordable, and Bible-based education with in-demand skills online or right here in Washington, D.C. To learn more, visit lbc.edu slash dc. Hear 105.1 FM WAVA wherever you are on our mobile app or on iHeart. Tune in and now on radio.com. The number one source for uplifting and inspirational online videos is Godvine.com. Make your day a little brighter and your relationship with Jesus a little closer by visiting Godvine.com. 
Listen to The Alternative with Tony Evans every weekday morning at 1030 on 105.1 FM WAVA. Impact Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage. NMLS ID 128231. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer not available in Washington. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. If you're like most people, then saving money in 2020 is on your New Year's resolution list. At Cash Call Mortgage, that's one resolution we can help you achieve. Right now, we're offering an incredibly low 2.875%, 3.076% APR 15-year fixed loan. So if you have a mortgage interest rate of 2.99% or greater, call us and see how much you can save on your current mortgage payment. We can close your refi in as fast as 20 days with no upfront deposit. If you qualify, we'll even pay your closing cost. At Cash Call Mortgage, our New Year's resolution is to help folks save money and have a happier financial new year. For a free quote to see if you qualify, Visit CashCallMortgage.com or call us at 800-299-1364. That's 800-299-1364. It's Real Talk. With Dr. David Anderson, welcome to the second half of the show. If you're just getting in your car, guess what? We are talking about the Prospect Gospel on this Tough Topic Tuesday, and we have Benny Hen's nephew, uh, Pastor Costi Hen. He wrote a, a great book, actually, on Zondervan called uh, "Good." I mean, God, Greed, and the Prosperity Gospel. The subtitle is How Truth Overwhelms a Life Built on Lies. You described, uh, Pastor Hen, about the lifestyle that you lived with your uncle doing the miraculous uh, meetings and things of that sort. But uh, tell us what it was like once you began to change. You began to see God for who he really was. Did that affect your relationship with your dad, with your uncle or other family members? Are you like the black sheep of the family, so to speak, now or not? Yeah, for a while I was, and uh, I... I failed a lot at this early on, so I've learned some good hard lessons. So anything uh, I share here is, is wisdom learned through pain. But mm-hmm. I, I went right away to my parents and to other many other family members. And mm. I opened up the Bible, and I remember showing my dad in this one meeting, 1 Timothy 3, verses mm. 1 through 7, and reading the qualifications for, for an elder, for a mm. pastor. And I, Not I greedy for money is one of them. Yeah, free from the love of money. We're not that. (laughs) And he's going, what are you saying? And I said to my dad, who in Arabic, I I call him Baba. He speaks Mm -hmm. Arabic. And I Mm -hmm. said, you know, Baba, we're we're false. I I think you, and I was saying it respectfully, but I still was was frustrated and aggressive. And I said, you're you're a false teacher, a false pastor. You can't be loving money. And Uncle Benny and everyone, we all, we've got to change. We have to go the other way. We have to do it different. And I, mm. I realized this. And, and you know, I know it'll be hard, but we've got to give some things up. We've got to do it the other way. And he said, what are you talking about? Mm. Who, how dare you call us false teachers? And wow. I said, no, it's, it's, it's just, it's what the Bible says. Don't worry about all that. We can fix it, though. And I, I had already lost him, but I began to to push pretty hard mm. um, and say we don't look like the the version of leader that the Bible paints should be in the church. We, mm. in fact, look like the bad guys. We look like, you know, Second Peter chapter 2 and others where it's, you know, they'll exploit you in their greed. Mm. So I went through a season 
where none of my family would talk to me. We lost everything. Mm. My wife and I are living in this dingy apartment. And oh, we're no. Ever. And I'm like, it was smaller oh, than like, the jet. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we got Jesus. Oh, I may never fly man. in a plane, even a commercial one. Right. Again. I can't afford even a plane ticket, but we're together. Yeah. Oh, my so, gosh. It, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, that had just, to be tough. It was so good for us, though. We were, we were learning that this is one, this is normal. A lot of people learn to work hard for their money and they struggle. So it was mm. like, hey, welcome to reality. Nobody's feeling bad for us. Mm. Two, though, we started reading in the Bible where Matthew chapter 10, Jesus said that he would be the dividing line, even for family. Right. We look at Luke chapter 14, verses 25 through 35, you know, the cost of following Christ. And I thought when my wife and I would talk about it, thinking, this is it. We're counting mm. the cost. Mm. Is Jesus worth it? Were we wow. in it for the money? Am I going to follow him because he heals me or what he can do? Or am I going to follow him because of who he is? He's my Lord. I'm all in. It's yes, sir, no matter what. So that was the journey. Some years later, though, I'll be honest with you, um, Dr. Anderson, my dad and my mom, I actually got a missed call on my cell phone right now while we're on the show from my mom. I'll call her back this afternoon. We have a great Mm. relationship. My Uh dad and I talk. He's considered some things some things maybe haven't changed yet other things have and right. so we're we're in a process but we have healthy dialogue wow. i've learned how to how to talk respectfully about right. things and slowly be measured and, and have some grace in the way you're confronting stuff right, right? Mm-hmm. show love you can show love without ever compromising the truth and mm. not everything has to be what i call cage stage cage mm. stage is you get saved or you come to some radical understanding, right? And right. then what happens? You start going crazy. You're yelling at everybody, telling everybody, like, you're mm. this, you're that. What happens? We need to be caged for a little while mm. in those early years, lest we say something foolish and yeah. hurt somebody. And so um, I was in cage stage. I wow. needed to be pinned down and discipled. Wow. And so well, I want yeah, you we have a better relationship now. I want you to listen to this clip from your uncle. It looks like he may have turned from some of this prosperity gospel. I'm not sure, and I'm not even sure the impact you had on him. I just can't believe that you didn't, whether it was direct or indirect. But listen to this, then we're going to go to our break. When we get back, I want to hear from you. I may even go to the phone lines. I've got calls, but I just kind of want to hog my time with you for a couple more minutes. I want everyone to hear okay. what most recently we heard from the famous evangelist Benny Hinn. And I'm sorry to say that prosperity has gone a little crazy. And I'm correcting my own uh, 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 theology, and you need to all know it. Because when I read the Bible now, I don't see the Bible in the same eyes I saw the Bible 20 years ago. Wow. We'll be right back. like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. 
The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Diglu Hailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply or call 1-800-933-6188. Hey folks, Dr. David Anderson here. I am proud to announce that Fellowship Home Loans is a sponsor of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Built on a foundation of honesty and integrity, Fellowship Home Loans' main interest is getting you the best rate possible. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or you just need cash out to help get you out of that crushing debt, make Fellowship Home Loans your first choice to meet your mortgage needs. Give them a call at 1-800-804-SAVE. That's 1-800-804-SAVE. Or if you need the digits, it's 1-800-804-7283. At Fellowship Home Loans, you and your dreams come first. Intercontinental Capital Group, DBA, Fellowship Home Loans, Equal Housing Lender, MLS number 60134. Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 7 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition. Saturday, 7 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. You need to tell your friends that I'm talking about God, greed, and the prosperity gospel with uh, Pastor Costi Hen, nephew of uh, famous evangelist Benny Hen. The subtitle of his book that's printed on uh, and produced and published by Zondervan how true, how truth overwhelms a life built on lies, and we've had him on for the uh, entire hour. And before our last break, uh, Pastor Costi Hen, uh, we heard uh, Benny Hen turning around. What impact do you think you've had on him? Well, any any uh, step towards repentance and and towards uh, calling out the dangers of the prosperity gospel is a step in the right direction. And so mm. I think no matter what God gets glory and credit, mm. um, I, I, I didn't have any direct impact on that statement. I hadn't talked with him and, and said, Hey, go do this or, uh-huh. um, or anything like that. So that was, that was news to me as well. I did get a message over to him right away though. Were you surprised? I told him I was proud of him. Oh, that's great. I, I was because, yeah, I was surprised because he had been going the road he had been going. But at the same time, I know uh, that family members and people have, have talked with him behind the scenes pretty heavily. And um, I know that, you know, in, within our family, we've had discussions about my public uh, denunciation and all of that. So in the yeah. end, uh, I'm, I'm thankful for that. I, I sent him a message, told him I was proud of him, and I told him to keep going and that there'd be a cost. And if he was willing to 
to pay it, and I didn't mean money. I just yeah. mean sacrifice when you decide to go against the grain yeah. uh, that I'd be there for him. Well, so, yeah, he's had a lot of pushback. No has doubt, he? From has he? Camp. Is that yeah. right? So yeah. other prosperity teachers in that camp, it probably puts pressure on them now, doesn't it? It does because he's he's a figurehead, and so that's what gets so complex is he mm. can't just say that and then go his merry way. And so he keep him in prayer because he's in a real wrestling match right now where mm. what it, his decisions impact a lot of people. It impacts people's livelihood, their paychecks, other mm. preachers. I mean, the system is deep, and I've often said the prosperity gospel is like a hybrid between the royal family and the mafia. you got the lavishness of the royal family mm. and the aura, but then you've got the enforced loyalty and the kind of tight-lipped, tight-knit community of the mafia. So mm. keep them in prayer um, because the fruits of repentance are the most important thing, and we know that there's two things in the Bible I'll point us to. One, we see what Zacchaeus does when he really repents. I mean, it's yeah. like full-on, I'm following Jesus. I don't right. care. We right. see Peter restored. Uh, by being honest with the Lord, mm-hmm. but we also see in Second Peter chapter two, there at the end, verse twenty-two, that Peter says that false teachers uh, many times will go back; they'll return mm. to what they were doing, like a you know, a, like a sow after washing going back to the mud, mm. so to speak. That he quotes Proverbs, and so keep my uncle in prayer. I, I don't yeah. want him going back to that same old life. Yeah. I, I know that he's. He's tempted, and I know that there's pressure on him. So Is he standing uh, behind that prayer. statement and still walking that walk, you think? He hasn't gone back, or what do you think? Is he struggling since that I, I statement? He's struggling. Yeah, he's struggling because even most recently um, he's teaching on uh, seed faith theology, which is mm. Prosperity Gospel 101. And mm. so while he's dialed it back with uh, not saying, hey, give God $1,000 and he'll bless you, he doesn't mm. do amounts anymore. He's teaching the same approach, and mm-hmm. so um, mm-hmm. just keep him in prayer that in these, yeah. you know, he's, he's 67, 68 years old, and there's still plenty of time. The Lord can yeah. do mighty things, and so just pray that he would do that work. And what about your father? How's he doing? Again, a, a similar struggle, though he's completely away from my uncle, doesn't work with him, and, and doesn't travel with him anymore, and has really pushed off a lot of that lifestyle. Um, my parents sold their house and kind of they did given them some of the money to some people they owed money to, and there were some neat mm. moments for them. There's right. also a struggle there where um, he's starting to travel around a bit and, and, and dabble in some of the circles that he used to. And, and here's the reality, Dr. Anderson, on a very human level. I'm not mm-hmm. excusing anything, by the way. I'm mm-hmm. just saying on a human level. Right. These are men. These are men who have to feed the monster they created. That's hard. Mm, mm. Um, leaving that behind when you're 60 and 70 years old and, and you don't know if you're going to be able to pay your mortgage. And that's mm. why I mean it's a cost. You've got to be uh, willing, though, to say Jesus is worth it all. I'm going to have yeah. faith, real faith now. I'm going to follow him and go yeah. all in and trust him. And you know what? You and I have seen it. The Lord will never leave somebody hanging if mm. they go all in on him. That's Ever. right. But when you say the monster they've created, I don't think a lot of people understand ministry the way you and I have seen it Uh, with Mm -hmm. regard to we're not just preachers that stand up there and preach. We're actually leading at times a whole enterprise. And then when they're guys that are mega, mega, not like my level of, you know, 5000 people, but I'm talking mega, mega. They have Mm -hmm. preachers uh, under them uh, and peer to them who all depend on one another for their conference speaking and all of that. So there is a whole network of money 
that is huge when it comes to the, let's say, the enterprise nature of ministry. And you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. You've said it exactly the way I would. I was perfectly defined. Mm. I don't think a lot of people know that and see that. No, they, yeah. they don't. And that's, that's it, it's like a business. Yeah. And yeah. imagine when, you know, one of these big enterprises, like when Enron goes down or, you know, all the big scandals or anything, right. how many lives are devastated? How many yeah. lives are on the line? Yeah. And sometimes people would just prefer you keep the ship sailing and you keep people's paychecks coming and you just leave it alone. And that's the thing. We all have mouths to feed and, and families to support. So it, it's a tough road, but Jesus is worth it. Amen. I remember. Amen to that, brother. I remember I was uh, in Africa and there was another mega uh, pastor that was in the same town as me at the time. And and uh, people on my team were wondering why he might need so much security or if he gets a cold, how that can affect everything. And when I began to explain uh, you know, how that actually would impact everyone if he didn't show up for that meeting that night. You know, when you have uh, 100,000 people that are going to show up, if you don't make that meeting because you have a cold and you're stuck in your hotel room or if you're not kept secure and somehow you have a, an accident in a car or something like that, it affects millions upon millions of dollars. Uh, yeah. That, again, I don't think the normal public would even understand the level they just think that well these people just want to be gods but the reality is you got to protect them now because that's an investment yeah. for your entire life you're an asset that's you're an you asset are. that's right that's right and everyone's going to get paid if you perform tonight uh, right. right i mean so and i don't know what this means for the normal everyday person but for somebody like you that have come out of a family like this and now you've broken off from it how do you need to be prayed for, and how do you still succeed in what God wants you to do, uh, and at the same time uh, not lose uh, things that you don't need to lose because of what's going on in your family? You know my question? I would love people's prayer for my faithfulness in the local church. I mean, that's mm. where I'm at. I'm a pastor like you, and mm. our church is, is growing rapidly, and, and that's exciting. But I want to be faithful as a preacher here. This mm. is where you'll find me. I mean, my life more publicly has become known for uh, dealing with the prosperity gospel and money and healing and, and all the hot-button issues yeah. of the day. But in the end, um, our people pastor. here know me as, as one of the pastors. That's and right. So – yeah, that people would pray for my faithfulness and for mm. my growing family and my wife and our kids is, mm. is wonderful, and that we would be effective in reaching our community. I want to grow old, and I want to die as a faithful under-shepherd of Jesus' church. That's mm. what I want. I don't want to be famous. I just want to be faithful. So mm. that would be my number one prayer. Well, and if you are famous, my guess, brother, is that you would steward that uh, platform very well. You've got a great start here, a really good book. And I'm proud of you for the courage uh, that you have uh, written this book with and the faithfulness. And we just pray that God would uh, give you great favor uh, for his glory. So uh, thank you so much for writing this book. I'm holding it up now, God, Greed, and the Prosperity Gospel. The subtitle by Pastor Costi W. Hen is How Truth Overwhelms a Life Built on Lies. Listen, I'm going to come right back uh, from my last break, and then we're going to pray together. So, uh, Kosti Hen, you hang on. I'm going to ask you if you'll pray for me, and then I'll pray for you, and that's how we're going to end the show. Does that sound pretty good to you? 
sounds like the right way to do it. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We have reached the age where things just cost more. Cars, mm-hmm, phones, mm-hmm. life insurance. Your blood pressure is up. <laughs> Your weight is up. <laughs> You're one to talk. I have type 2 diabetes, so I'm getting dinged just like you. Thank goodness for Big Lou. Big Lou! Big Lou can get term life insurance rates for a 50-year-old male with type 2 diabetes or high blood pressure, or maybe he's on anxiety meds, mm-hmm. for just around $200 a month for a million dollars of coverage. Oh, you got to say that again. Go ahead. Okay, I'll say it. Big Lou and term provider could get a 50-year-old man, a little dinged up, a million dollars in life insurance for around $200 a month. Call Big Lou. Big Lou. He's like you. 800-555-2085. That's 800-555-2085. Don't put it off. If you're overweight, diabetic, have high blood pressure, you gotta call Big Lou. Gotta. 800-555-2085. Write it down. 800-555-2085. Message and data rates may apply. Individual results vary. Exclusions apply. Contacts and glasses are such a hassle. I'd love to finally get LASIK, but... I'm going to stop you right there. If you want LASIK, then the LASIK Vision Institute has officially taken away everything standing in your way. Isn't LASIK expensive? Not at the LASIK Vision Institute. We're offering dramatically low prices and an absolutely free consultation. See for free if LASIK is right for you by texting RADIO to 350-350. But I'm really busy. A text only takes seconds, and the LASIK procedure typically only takes 15 minutes and best of all most patients can get back to work the following day i had no idea the lasik vision institute uses the latest fda approved lasik technology that helps the majority of patients achieve 2020 vision we've performed over 1.3 million procedures that's experience you can trust and we're offering 20 percent off our already low-cost services what's that text again text radio to 350-350 that's r-a-d-i-o to 350-350 to schedule your free consultation today Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real, natural-looking hair back permanently. They're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts MORE to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. You wash it. You cut it. It's your own real, naturally growing hair. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text MORE to 85850. That's M-O-R-E to 85850. Hello, friends. This is Janice Fonseca, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I want to thank you for joining us on the Stop Provoking Radio Show, where Dr. Anderson creates a safe, uncommon table to build bridges where there's a divide. Because like he says, comprehension begins with conversation. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson is a nonprofit ministry, and it is made possible with generous listeners like you. Will you consider partnering with us? It's really easy. Let me tell you how. Go to andersonspeaks.com and click on the Donate button. Consider giving a monthly donation. 
If you're a business and want to sponsor Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, email me at info at andersonspeaks.com. Together we can build bridges and have great conversations on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Become a partner or a sponsor and go to andersonspeaks.com and donate. Join us again tomorrow at 3 p.m. and Saturday at 7 p.m. We want you to be part of this conversation. We can't do this without you. We look forward to your partnership and sponsorship. Andersonspeaks.com. And thank you so very much for your support. So this book, oh, man, you got to get it. You got to read it. You got to pass it on. You also got to send the link of this show uh, to folk who you think might really benefit from it. The book is God, Greed, and how Truth Overwhelms a Life Built on Lies by Pastor Costi Hen, nephew of the famed evangelist uh, Benny Hen. Costi Hen, I tell you, man, I'm, I'm just so happy to be hanging out with you because you are uh, making us all realize that the truth of the gospel really has nothing to do with prosperity except that which God would want us to have in order to be a platform for his glory. Thank you for doing that. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. Would you uh, say a prayer for me, my friend, and I'm going to turn it around and say a prayer for you. Would that be all right? Absolutely. Thank you. And my listeners. Yes, sir. Father, I lift up Dr. Anderson to you first and thank you for his ministry and his passion for the truth. And I ask that you would embolden him like never Mm. before, Mm. uh, that the years ahead in his ministry would continue to be marked by faithfulness and that his voice would be one that proclaims you and your message no matter the cost and that people would be drawn to uh, their church and to his ministry because they know he's going to tell them the truth Mm. i pray that you'd give them the perfect balance Mm. of truth and love for the sake of your people and the glory of your name and i pray Mm. for every listener that you would draw them by your holy spirit to the truth and that christ the lord would become everything to them that they would live a life of passion and service for his glory, uh, for his kingdom come, knowing that that is why they are here. They exist to know him and to make him known. Help us all to do that faithfully as you walk with us each day in the ups and downs of life. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Shokan Baba. Lord Jesus, I lift up my dear friend and brother, Kosti Han. I pray for him, his wife, Christine, and his three children, and the fourth one on the way. Lord, would you just anoint his ministry and help him to lead people towards you so they'd be the best disciples they can be with grace and truth. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you, Pastor. Help your children. Thank you.